Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this, talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. Are you ready? Can I hit sure. that? Yeah, sure. I haven't hit a vape in a day, but before that, it's been a minute. <laughs> 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 Never mind. I'm done. I think I'm done. Gotcha I don't think ass. I'm down. It's poison. <laughs> no. I think I'm actually like done vaping. Like that what? was traumatizing. What the fuck happened? What's wrong? That hurt. That really hurt. I'm going to need my nebulizer. Big vape bro vibes. <laughs> Jess is a vape bro. Jess is both a big y'all, time vape bro. Both of y'all are vape bros. Her vape's bigger than mine. Her vape is means. monstrous. She got the monster vape, bro. <laughs> like, like her vape is like, like it's it's like a vape, like vape life, you very, know. Very bro. I would need my inhaler. <laughs> I should have. I'm sorry that that was funny, but that was funny. That hurt, and I I think I think I needed that because to that was you. that was very traumatizing. To let you know that I was like, I don't think I could do it anymore. I'm done. Well, I'm gonna be smoking up. I'm a dude up first class up in the sky. Do you like yeah. Jack Harlow? Yeah, man. I called Jack Harlow years before he popped off. I knew you would say some bullshit you can, like you can that. Dig through, I no, like, that's what Sunday Morning Sounds is for. You can dig through Sunday Morning Sounds episodes. I, I, I was talking like about Jack Harlow in 2018. I know you would. I know you would have had to discover him. I believe in you. <laughs> I was I talking about Jack Harlow in 2018. I, I was believe on Jack Harlow that you did. Two, and I saw, two three mixtapes before this album. And I also predicted that you'd be saying this shit right now because I know you're the type of dude to have discovered Jack Harlow back in the day when he was a nerdy ass white man. Out of fucking like Louisville, Kentucky or some shit. Who knew that white I, rap white people were rapping in Kentucky? I no disrespect to Brian. I would fuck the shit out of Jack Harlow. <laughs> I love how she paraphrased it with that. No disrespect to Brian. I fuck, fuck the, the shit, shit out of Jack Harlow. <laughs> <laughs> I really would. He's a regular white dude, man. Just so y'all know, he can rap a little bit, but he's a regular white dude. But it, you know, it's it, it doesn't matter the race; it's the swag, which he's probably ta- he's definitely taking from a black here, man. He's kind of like go. Justin Timberlake in that in that here, sense. Here y'all go. Who that Jew fro is? No disrespect for the Jews. We don't <laughs> want to get canceled. Is they run the Hollywood. Modern day rap version of Justin Timberlake. He is. Mm-hmm. And I would fuck him like just how much as I would. If you would have asked Steph in 2001. Oh, Lord. 2001? <laughs> who would you, if you were into sex <laughs> and of age, who would you sleep with? 
Justin Timberlake was my dude. And I hate to be one of those to follow the trend, but Jack Carlow, I will fuck the shit out of you. Good to know. <laughs> Thank you for that, Steph. Thank you. <laughs> uh, maybe I should have mentioned this to good, like good to Rose know. or something. Like I feel like good you to know. <laughs> you like me. I, I just came here to hear some hot sixteens. <laughs> like I'm at the concert, she's all wet and shit. I know she's all sweating and in the crowd throwing her bra and shit. Like, I'm just there, like I was here for hot sixteen. Of course, when Jack Harlow comes up, you know, talk about the music aspect. I discovered him in 2018, but I'm over here like I was like the shit. Like it's just that was a weird Virginia accent. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Forget you, Steph. No, I mean, you know, yeah. It is what it is. I get, I get you. I get you because I'm sure there's plenty of women that's on my list that that most women would be like, why? Who no, honestly, you, I want to know. I want to know. No, who honestly, my who? list is fucking consistent as fuck. Who would you fuck? And my woman actually knows this list. Who, who is your on your list? Nicole Bahari. You got to look her up. Nicole Bahari, Shannon Thornton, uh, Lapita Nyong'o. Oh yeah, Lapita. Um, I'm consistent as fuck. Yaya, oh shit, Yaya DaCosta. Holy fucking shit, Yaya DaCosta. All of them brown actresses. Aw, I'm consistent, man. Well, I forgot what the first name was. Uh, Nicole Bahari. Nicole. B e h a r i e. I'm consistent as fuck. They all like the same skin okay. tone too. They literally <laughs> like the same skin tone. Look. All very similar. I don't want to say all the same, but maybe all I got a type. Similar, and then it does kind of look like. Here's the thing: you said you like Tucson. These are all really thin women. Yaya is not. Yaya got the slim thick going on. That's the. That's why I'm not with them girls I just named. No, they all too. They all too thin. Issa Rae could never have me. She's too small. But you like them. Where, like where where were your thick women celebrity crushes though? Um, they there too, but I felt like that would be too typical. Some of like them might what? be too. T- of course, there's Meg. You know, right. there's there's the uh, uh uh. You got your. They're not too typical. It's what you like. Who cares? I mean, you know. I'm also hey, it's beautiful faces here. I don't know these people though. Also, I don't know these people. I know, we're just and I always preface it. I always preface it with that with celebrity crushes is like I don't actually know these people. I don't know what they like. Right, but we're just thinking on the surface level. Oh, well, we're just talking surface. There's plenty of beautiful, thick women out there. <laughs> there, that's what I meant. Anyways. Oh, I left out Zazie Beats. Oh, yes. That's the Zazie last one. Zazie Beats. Zazie. I know that one. That's the last one. She's beautiful. That's the last one. I would fuck Jack Harlow. But now, let's read an email. Yeah, let's read an email. <laughs> Who else is on the list besides Jack Harlow while you found the email? Any other pink dicks? Ha- Let me stop. <laughs> Any other pink cocks? Pink cock. Fucking cocks hard. First off, I only had one pink dick in my life, and I've cock. said this before. It was the day Trump got elected. That's crazy. That's crazy time. Other than that, all I've had was some black and brown penises. All right? I like, I like them Filipino and black or black. One or the other, or both. I've actually never had both hmm. at the same time. I mean, hmm. oh, spit roast. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out HK. 
fucking guy. What a fucking guy. What a fucking guy. What a fucking guy. What a, what a fucking Literally, guy. what a fucking guy. <laughs> Literally. Um, Ty Dolla Sign. Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Ty, someone was called Ty Dolla Sign Hip Hop's Parsley. He he's on every dish, but you never really mind him. You never mind him being there. You don't. You're not upset by him being there. He's just everywhere. He's yes. on every track, on every dish. Yes. Well, Kaylani's my type. Oh, I can get with Kaylani. Uh, yeah. I fucks with Kaylani, like physically attracted. Um, Justin Timberlake when I was younger, not anymore. Like his ramen hair days. <laughs> ramen hair. Holy shit. Well, I mean, I feel like there's tons of celebrities I'd probably like fuck, but I just can't think of it right now. It, you know, when you, here's the thing. When you're 31, you don't have as much celebrity crushes as when you're like 12. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, you really like, don't. You really don't. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't really fantasize or have like as much of a list. And so like, I mean, I'm sure people like pull up some people like, oh yeah, fuck him. You know what I mean? But like, it's just... I don't think about it. I don't really think about it as much as when I was twelve. Oh, that bottle's actually empty. <laughs> <laughs> I reached for it for this much, guys. So I reached for that bottle. For we this have another much. bottle. They yeah. got more of those at the store. Exactly. Just get it, get it, get it. All right, I'm going. Anyways, it's me and you here. <laughs> it's a solo um, intermission. Insert ads now. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done a smooth transition, so let's just get into our little break. (laughs) Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Oh yeah, we don't talk about Bruno. Why, why, why are you talking about Bruno? Oh no, just because I watched the other day. Oh you did? What did you think? It was a good movie. I remember the, I told you to watch it. Literally the moment... I said to myself, what Spanish nation is this? Colombia. The, you love Colombia. The word Colombia pops up. It pops up wall. at the moment on that yeah. wall as I asked that question to Savannah. I was like, what country is this supposed to be? And she was like, Colombia. Colombia. Like, and you shit. love Colombian coffee. I do. It is some of the best. Yeah. That's my everyday choice. Like if I, if It's I, my everyday choice now, too. Oh, she's still recording? I didn't even realize that. I thought we were still on break. I don't stop. I'm just going to edit. I thought later. we were selling uh, selling uh, Best Fiends or something. <laughs> I don't think they sponsored it this week that this is out. Fuck Best Fiends. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, thank you, Best Fiends. No, no, no. Thank you so much. Thank you so I much. I actually really do play the game. Love I the game. I really do. But I don't Never think even tapped week. download, but love the game. 
No, it's like Dave Chappelle said. He's like, I actually played it. No it's like Dave Chappelle said, man. He's like, shit, Coke paying me this week? Coke's the best, motherfucker. That shit tastes great. <laughs> if Pepsi paying me, fuck Coke. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. But actually, no, they do pay me, but like, I do like that game. Fuck with Best Fiends, yo. Get that. Download if that. If you're into like mobile puzzles, why am I doing this? We're not I getting know. into ad mode. I, <laughs> I, I got her. I got her, y'all. Y'all see that shit? I got her. I was about to do the ad right now. Best Fiends. I love listening to Steph's ads. No, it's so embarrassing. She's got an ad voice. No, I hate it. Yeah, she's got an ad voice. What's it's my funny. ad voice? What's my ad, my, my ad voice? It's so sweet. Download Best Fiends. For free. For free right now. Slash Apple Broke Apple Girl. Music or Apple Store or <laughs> Google Play. Travel.com slash Broke Girl. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to my ads. I love the ads, man. They're my favorite part. Really? Yeah, screw, try- screw all the talking. The talking is monotonous. <laughs> the worst. But the ads, fucking award-winning. <laughs> no. This is different. Oh, yeah, it's not the rosé. Yeah, it's not. It's good, though. <laughs> but I like to, I like it, you know. That, anyways, I don't, let's read it even. <laughs> let's do it. Oh, in my defense, um, for all my thick lady loving claiming. That was last episode. This is part two. This is probably a no, month I'm t- later. No, talking about uh my list of actresses that oh, are right, 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 right. they it's just true. crushes, you know? They just crushes. I think I think cause the same way Jack Harlow is your crush. Yeah. And you, and you don't date no pink cocks. Um <laughs> Um, it's, it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah, it's the fantasy. Yeah, yeah, you it's the are, fantasy. Like you, you can't just always be attracted to the same thing. Yeah. Well, I'm consistent in my in my right. I was in my actually list, all though. of y'all with the same. I'm I'm pretty fucking consistent in my list though. They're literally Has, almost all the same skin tone. Is there a white celebrity that is attractive to you? <laughs> Who do I really really like? Hmm. Until she admitted to that whole drinking MGK's blood thing, it was Megan Fox. Yeah, Megan, she beautiful. Megan, brunette, blue eyes. If I was gonna go with a white girl, it'd probably be blue, brunette, blue eyes, brunette, brunette, or blue eyes, redhead. Those are they Ooh. can they can be really cute too. Yeah, they can there be really go. cute too. There you go. I'm trying to think. I'm probably gonna come up with something before the end of the show. I think I just like ramen hair white dudes. You know what I mean? <laughs> ramen hair. <laughs> It's funny because ramen hair white dudes for sure eat a lot of fucking ramen. You know they go to Silver Lake Ramen. You know they up in there like, yeah, let me get the te- you the you noodles. <laughs> we know they in there heavy. Yes. That's Silver Lake Ramen. We need to go back. We haven't been in years. I haven't been with you in years Actually, at least. Actually, you're right. And I might order was that Jess, tonight. Was Jess with us too? Did Jess go that night too? I feel like Jess went. You're right. The three I of us just, did yeah, go. I would do remember that was too. that was good as ramen. 2018 or some mm-hmm. shit like that was years ago. Mm-hmm. I've only been back once since. So. Really? Yeah. I order from there all the time because <laughs> <laughs> I don't leave. When I lived here in LA, I never left this apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're so. right. Huh, well, what looks interesting? What looks interesting okay. in the emails? This one says, "Girl, am I a bad GF?" <clears throat> we'll find out. Hmm. I think you read first last time, right? You want to refresh this? Let me refresh, yeah. Uh, oh wow! And because it's short. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Hey, y'all. Oh, wait. Subject. Girl. Am I a bad girlfriend? I already said it, but it's fine. Just to, you know, preface. Right. <laughs> hey, y'all. I love you guys. <laughs> Crying face. You make me fucking weak. You make my fucking weak. Okay. So I need some help slash advice. So I have a man. He is my everything. Oh, I love him. Oh, I've only been with him for a couple months now. Aw. Red flag. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I've only been with him for a couple months now, but I swear, I feel like he is the one. You says, just know when he is. Says know. everyone in a relationship. Okay, so she's aware. Okay. Didn't mean to tease you, shorty. Says shorty. everyone in a relationship. Shorty. It's cool shit. Yeah, I can't get rid of it. Recently, I went to go get beers with a friend of mine. Male friend. Let's call him Blake. He sounds shady. Let's call him Blake. <laughs> he is a very dear friend, and he understands my boundaries. Now being in a relationship and all. The thing is, Blake and I almost hooked up a week before my boyfriend now asked me to be his girlfriend. We didn't get wait, it wait, in. Wait, wait, wait. They hooked up before Blake and I almost hooked up a week before my now boyfriend asked me to be his girlfriend. We didn't oh, we didn't get it in because he couldn't get hard. Damn, Blake. Hey man, look, Blake, nobody bats a thousand, homie. Michael <laughs> Joy missed shots, my nigga. Maybe told, he did like a lot of cocaine that day. Whiskey too. Whiskey. I, I told him up and down that he missed his shot, and now we can only be platonic, neutral friends. Did he only miss his shot because he couldn't get it up? Because that's the only thing she's clarifying. That's the first thing that comes to her mind. Because that's the first thing she's telling us. Yeah. Cont- continue, yeah. continue. We'll see what happens. And now we can only be platonic, <laughs> neutral friends. I don't know why, but I feel so fucking guilty for meeting up with him. Oh, was I not in the mind? I'm the worst, man. I don't know why I feel so fucking guilty for meeting up with him. Nothing happened. Does this make me a bad girlfriend? We are monogamous. We are monogamous together. Unless a bad bitch or a Drake wants to fuck. <laughs> what? That's <laughs> in parentheses. <laughs> so there- uh, unless a bad bitch or a Drake wants to fuck. See, I mean, yeah. So it's funny that we just went into celebrity list. Right. That, we that, might need to have a conversation about this afterwards. Literally. That's crazy. I feel like we're like, we, all of us do, are do, just do, do, connected. We are. But we are. That's crazy. I that's mean, crazy because we I, didn't plan that shit. But you know what? I'm going to add Drake to the list because I'd fuck the shit out of Drake. That's fair, man. That's fair. He is the Michael Jordan of his of his industry for right now. So I want him I to like you, sing. That. That's fair. And then like. Put his dick. <laughs> That's how sex works. <laughs> for anyone who shouldn't no be listening to this show and I mean, doesn't I'm, know, no disrespect for my boyfriend. Like, I feel like my boyfriend will, would let me sleep with Drake because he would want to know. Just get him to sign like, his vinyl. <laughs> yes. Just I, make sure like, you, he signs this. He would want to be like, "Yo, my girlfriend, like, 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 could pull Drake." Exactly. Like, if if my girl, if, this is a badge if, of honor for you, right? Why do you I, think he could pull the same bitches at Drake if he could pull me? That's that's the math that that's I would stick with, <laughs> Brian. So stick with that. If Drake ever slides in those DMs, he probably won't. I'm not thick enough. I have like a slimmer waist, and then like maybe the rest would work. Hey, believe in yourself. <laughs> anyway, unless a bad bitch or Drake wants to fuck. I also didn't. T- that's how that started. I also <laughs> didn't tell my boyfriend that I went to go hang with him. Ooh. Should I tell my boyfriend now or just keep it a secret? I love this man and I would hate myself if I did something to fuck this up. Tell him. Please give me y'all's opinion slash advice. Love and appreciate you so much. Heart emoji. So 
before we begin, first of all, you pull all the biddies because they all put their number in your in your email. That's what I'm saying. Look, I pull more bitches than most of y'all. <laughs> most of y'all don't get it <laughs> fucked up <laughs> for all the men laughing. <laughs> she meant you, motherfuckers. <laughs> I got my woman. Kidding. I'm happy. <laughs> you have to clarify that before yeah. she come for you. <laughs> not available. Not available. We're not. Yeah. Okay. Very not. <laughs> um. Please go back to the archives and listen to an episode called The Intervention with Jessica Clark oh, and Sixella Fierce. Because the, the same exact shit happened. That was like Battle of the Bastards for Game of Thrones. It was fucking <laughs> epic. That, that was, episode was epic. Like, imagine. Okay, look, that was at a time where like Broco Therapy wasn't where it was now. Mm-hmm. If I had the following that I had now back when that shit was happening, bro. That's, that would be the 9 million views and a million <laughs> likes. That would be it. For real. That episode would be fucking, woo. That was a good episode. That was a good I got chills just now thinking about it. But the thing episode. is, though, back then, like, even with just the amount of attention, even if it wasn't as big as it was now, that kind of fucked my anxiety. So I think mm-hmm. when it really came down to it, it was probably better. It was back then and it wasn't as many people, you know, giving their opinions and whatever. Mm-hmm. It would have been like, you know, it probably would have been a little harder for me at that moment. Indeed. Again, divine timing things happen when it needs to. Exactly when they're supposed to. Right. And so I think it needed to happen at that time to be where I am now. But anyway, listen to that episode if you want more of an overview of what happened. But basically, my ex reached out and I was currently with my now ex-boyfriend, Morgan. And Patui. Patui. Patui to him. Patui to him. Right. I spit in a fucking metal bin like the cartoons. Exactly. And so um, my guy that I dated previously reached out and was like, let's get some ramen, you know, and there was, again, I'll go, if you listen to the episode, it's more elaborate of what happened, but I said yes, but I felt guilty about that. And I wanted to be honest because I knew deep down I wasn't going to do anything, but I knew that a conversation needed to happen between me and this dude, for whatever reason, it needed to happen. Again, if you listen to the episode, there's more details on that and I was being honest and I felt the right thing to do because how I want a relationship to go is just being real and I told him even though I knew that it was gonna hurt him and it did and it was a whole thing and that's why I did the whole episode so and he just thought that I was gonna like cheat on him and fuck him and all these things Mm -hmm. and like I knew me I knew I wasn't gonna do that but he reacted in a certain way. Again, I'm not saying this is how your man's going to react. But I think because of that moment when I like was being real about shit, that's what it really showed what the true colors were in this relationship. So he really showed what he thought of me. Mm-hmm. He, he knew like he didn't trust me. He knew he thought he didn't even know he thought that I was going to go off, have sex with him, leave him or whatever. But that wasn't the case. Insecurities. Insecurities. And that. Because of that, because I was being honest of the situation, because I didn't reach out to my ex, my ex reached out to me. It was a, it was a situation that just fell upon my lap, and I told him about it. So, and he had his reaction, and again, you can't control people on their reactions, but he showed his true colors. So, I don't know. For me, like, this is kind of a test in the relationship if there's trust. And, like, even if you feel guilty and you already went on the date, I like... I don't know. I would say something. 
That I would like for me now with Brian. If this happened with Brian and we're in a happy, great relationship, and we made it official, cohabitation. I'm telling him, but I feel like I also wouldn't have a problem telling him because I feel like he would trust me. But I don't know. Every dynamic is different. Yeah, you got to understand what your dynamic is. I definitely think the best choice is to communicate this to him. Like, look, this person that I once at one point might have fucked in my day, but even before you decided that I was never going to, we hung out. You need to apologize for not telling your man because it is a little bit shitty. That's that's the shady. That's the only shady part that went down here is that you ain't say nothing to your man because your man very well, and you know him better than we do. Your man very well could have been like, go ahead. That nigga can't fuck like me. Like, I ain't worried about him. Like, right. He could have very well have been like, do what you got to do. It's your homeboy. You know what I'm saying? It's very important to use the names of people of the opposite sex who you're friends with early in the relationship. Because oh, yeah. before my woman was ever my woman, she had heard. She, 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 I was lucky she knew Steph and knew Jess. And, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't know she, if she knew they, Jess, they but they met. Me. They met through me. But right. yeah, so. <laughs> Like, you got to use the names of your female best friends and females whose names you know going to come up again. Like, over at Sunday Morning Sounds, one of my lieutenants is Jasmine. And she's in fucking, she's incredible at making anything we fucking need for Sunday Morning Sounds. Was it, whether it was logos or little word memes or whatever it was. So, I made sure that when I said the word Jasmine, my woman knew who it was early in the relationship. Right. So that she knew it wasn't no bullshit going on. Right. And that's important. So you should say Blake more often, actually, to take the stress up off of it. Say Blake more often. Bring Blake around. Let them niggas play video games together. Like, I feel like we're told told to, like, not mention dudes that we mentioned, that we've fucked with before, or friends or opposite sex. Like, we're kind of told to keep that a secret. Like, for instance, I I I think healthy people have friends of the opposite sex. Right. That's what I think. I think so, too. Um, it was so funny. I like, I was obviously I now live with Brian. I was with Brian in in our office, just whatever. And my dad, (laughs) my dad called me and I'm on the phone with my dad and Brian's right there. And I like, I mentioned something about my ex to my dad. My dad's like, stop it. Why would you mention it? The front of your boyfriend right there. He was like telling me to like, not mention. He was like, don't mention, mention. don't talk about your exes in front of your boyfriend. And I'm like, who cares? Like, like I've had a life before him. Like, why mm-hmm. am I to keep kind of keep that a secret? Mm-hmm. You know. And so, like, I, again, I'm not all about secrets. Just lay your fucking cards out. I think you'd be better prepared going into a relationship knowing your partner's bullshit before. You should, yeah. You should, I, I think you should totally lay out your your bullshit with your partner and have them lay out their bullshit too. Because we right. all got bullshit. It just bullshit doesn't come from being a bullshit human. It just comes from being a human. Like we've all we all have our own bullshit. Everybody got bullshit. <laughs> Every single one of us. Everybody got bullshit. I'm the fucking hugest nerd you ever seen, but you wouldn't know that. Lucky for you me, know. my woman's a gambler and a nerd herself. <laughs> Find your audience. Aww, exactly. Find your person. Find your fucking audience. But I think you know if. I think the I truly believe in this, and you, if you're not as spiritual or think the same way as me, maybe I sound crazy, but I really do believe the universe brings you situations to see how you handle it, and maybe this situation was brought on to you to see how you handle it for one, but also to see how healthy 
and to to test the limits in your relationship if there is trust. Mm-hmm. You know, even if like if you're if you're mm-hmm. capable of being loyal and trustworthy, and if he's capable of you know doing the same and also trusting you, you know, I think that is a test from the universe. <laughs> and like, I truly believe it's just now it's just like, okay, how are you going to go about it? And what are you going to learn from this? Cause you're going to learn something no matter what, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, you're going to learn something. And it's clearly a lesson that you need to learn. So I think do what you want to do. Go with your gut feeling. If you feel like maybe you shouldn't say something, that's on you, but you're going to learn something from that no matter what you're going to learn something in this situation. Right. Yeah. Right. And, but if you do decide to say something and take our advice, then you're gonna learn something too. But again, do what like take our advice with a grain of salt. Like listen to us. Like consider it. But also like you know your guys' relationship. You like this is your lesson that the universe is giving you. Like do what you want to do, dog. This is what we would do. That's one of it. one of my best friends in my entire life is Connie Constance and. I thought please I believe. was your best friend. Please believe. No, I, I'll be. She's been there since second grade. I know, I'm just kidding. She can't be replaced. Man. I all respect to Connie. I'm she's, just kidding. She's basically my sister now. I'm like kidding. you know, I'm but we dated sorry. in eighth grade. That shit don't count. But eighth grade, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So we just had to see, I guess. But <laughs> take this from someone who's had a female best friend for life. Like you gotta just you gotta mention this person if it's someone who's been there before and will be there whether but this, this isn't new a spouse, best friend though this is someone that not she, a best friend this is but someone she's fucked I, with not a best friend yes but if it's someone you really feel supported by if it's someone you really feel is a true friend regardless of the sex situation if it's someone who has been there well before the boyfriend and you are a hundred percent sure they will well be there after this is for anybody out there with, cause like I said, healthy people have platonic friends of the other sex, even when they're in a relationship, I even agree. when they're in an opposite sex relationship. Cause it's different well, when I, it's two girls, but I, I kind of, I kind of disagree actually thinking about like healthy people. I'm not saying you're unhealthy if you don't, I'm just right. saying, I'm just saying, I think it's a very well adjusted and modern. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a diff- it's not for everybody. No, it's not going to be for everybody. It's because not. there's people who just are not capable of having that, you know, or like, you know, but it doesn't make you unhealthy because you're probably fine. You're probably fine. But I don't know. I'm not a therapist. I'm just saying. Right. I, I just, feel I just like want to clarify because people be the people. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The comments <laughs> going to get weird regardless. That's why I say. That's why I say. Fuck them. Um, that's right. You watcher. Fuck you. No. <laughs> Play best fiends. <laughs> Nigga. Ad break. I'm ad not break. playing with you, <laughs> um, but no, that's why. That's why I always say though, like, okay, I'm not saying you're poorly adjusted. Okay, you're not poorly adjusted if you don't have a good friend of the opposite sex. However, you are poorly adjusted if you cannot have, not having, and not being able to have. Right. If you cannot keep a single platonic friend of the opposite sex, there might be something there wrong. might be something poorly adjusted. But if you don't, I think that's it just happened that way. That's fine. But if it's like you keep running into the same type of problem with an opposite, like, you know, the platonic friend that it keeps going like then that might be a situation. Yeah. So I will that's say maybe though, unhealthy. I will say though, if you know, this person has been a part of your life and know this person will be a part of your life, make it a point to not necessarily prove that they are part of your life, but make the conversation about around that person's name. You don't want your person to 
to yeah. flinch every time the name is said. So the only way like, through that, because every time my boyfriend mentions a girl, I'm like, oh, did you ever like fuck? Like, did you ever like, 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 I just want to know. You just ask like that. Well, no, not every. There's sometimes you just know that they probably wouldn't, but there's sometimes. But you do like, snap your head like, like, oh, did you ever like fuck her? Erica. Did you ever go on a date? Yeah, yeah, who's Erica? You just want because here's you never the, said Erica you always before. know what your person likes. Yeah. So when you see something and you hear about something that sounds like exactly what you like, like they mm-hmm. probably fuck or probably wanted to fuck. Mm. So you gotta ask. Yeah. So <laughs> for anyone dealing with that, that you know, platonic opposite sex friend, just the best practice I found as someone who's had a platonic uh, opposite sex friend basically my whole life. And has been in many serious relationships. You think it's because you have a lot of sisters. That's exactly why. Yeah. But and I have a lot of brothers. It's the safest practice to mention the person early and often, and make sure that your partner is aware of the relationship. You know, aware right. of how y'all operate. Like, right. I mean, and now we have never and it, will never. Now I'm thinking about it. You have a lot of sisters. I have a lot of brothers. Mm-hmm. So like. That, that is an that influence tracks. right like i know i like i could i could be one of the dudes easily not to be like i only hang out with the guys like i'm not one of the, like but i could i could chill i could kick it with the with the dudes oh, and be just, I, I know sports i mean not <laughs> at that extent because when quay like starts going off in his like i'm like, a fucking nerd like his little talk i'm like i have to like bring it back down i'm like i, I don't I, I support it i don't understand I'm, I'm such a person. huge nerd. I'm not I can the demographic. Go, I can go that far so fast. But so I it's get okay. It. I but I I love that about you. That's who you are. Thank you, you know? Steph. But thank you. I'm just saying the root of the core of the reason why we're able to have platonic friendships with people of the opposite sex and all that stuff is because I think it does help the fact that you've had a lot of sisters, so you understand women. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of brothers, so it's just like I'm used to being around boys. Yeah. So. Indeed, it makes a difference. Yeah, and. I just feel like I'm a boy sometimes. No, you're not. I'm not like in. Sorry, that might sound very like like I'm trans, but like it's trans just, man, right? But I just I I I you know I can I got some good friends who are trans men actually. Right, but it, and anyway, I'm just saying about me. Like I just I don't feel like a boy. I just could kick it with the dudes. Let's read an email <laughs> before I keep just rambling about nothing. No, it wasn't about nothing. It wasn't about nothing. I think there was a lot of value in that in that rambling. Thank you. See, that's why I love having you as a friend. Yeah. Because you are such a, like, man in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But you're also so open-minded and accepting of others and non-judgmental, and you validate people's feelings. Like, I just had a moment of insecurity that I was rambling, and you validated that. Mm-hmm. I'll try. I really Thank try. You. It's because... And uh, here we go. Steph was just saying I don't share shit from my personal life. Here y'all go. I'm about to talk about my mama. My mother is a hard lady, man. She's a fucking tough nut to crack, dog. So I get not being accepted. Like, I get it, and it sucks. So I I think maybe that's what we have in common, too, and that's why we get along. Because my mom's the same way. Yeah. Like, I I never really felt. She's a fucking tough nut. Like, I never felt accepted. It wasn't until now that I've had, like, a better relationship. And Mm -hmm. I've just accepted and, like, come to peace with a lot of things. But it really took time. 
for anybody with a tough mom, anybody with one of those dragon lady battle axe moms, shit is <laughs> never good enough no matter what the fuck you do. No. All A's is like, well, do it again. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. No, if no. For anyone, remember that these people have either A, been treated like that themselves, or B, don't see that kind of excellence in themselves. And it's like, how the fuck could you possibly be this excellent? It's I wasn't excellent. The, How'd you come for me? You're the they genetic, can't believe it. They really can't believe it. Sorry. I can't, I get bagged on interrupting. So. It's okay. I just, under, y'all gotta, oh yeah. I, for people in the comments that bag on her for interrupting me, we understand our fucking dynamics. So shut the fuck up. Thank you. Keep watching and play best fiends, bitch. <laughs> Best Fiend's getting that plug. Best Fiend's got to have a million new subscribers tonight. <laughs> nah, but for real, if you got a tough mom out there, dog, there's not that everything, it just feels like nothing's ever good enough. Just know that it's not you personally. Don't take that shit personal. It's hard to say because when you're in the situation trying to like, you get to 30 and you start raising your fucking parents, man. <laughs> you start raising your parents. You're like, how do you not know this about yourself? Right. But, and then you realize, because you get to a point where you realize, oh, shit, your parents are human. Yeah. Like, we, like, look at our parents as these, as these like, providers. Mm -hmm. They're supposed to be the perfect, like, example. They're supposed to do all these things. They're supposed to make us perfect. And so when we find out that we're struggling with A, B, and C, and, like, the source of our problems is our parents, rightfully so, because they are our parents, they raised us, mm -hmm. but to find peace and to find acceptance and to have a better relationship is to realize that like, and to, to accept that like our parents also have had parents. Yeah. And so who fucked them up, who fucked them up much worse than we're fucked up. Right. Much worse. And so, and also like generational things like times were different, mm -hmm. you know, and, like culturally too, like for instance, like my parents are immigrants, so they were raised in the Philippines. I was raised in America. So there's such a wide difference in cultures. So it, it's like, it's so complex. And like, that's something that I've, I feel like I've really have healed from like my trauma as like a kid and everything. I think that that was like something I really struggled with, but like I, at the end of the day, that's the core of a lot of things, but just I think the recipe to healing is to really accept and understand that your parents are human. And why? Yeah. And what what was it that made them yeah. the way again, that they are? Again, and granted, I said this about a month ago, a few episodes ago on the last <laughs> Q&A, even though I'm in the same hoodie. And Actually, yes, I've had this hoodie on the, the entire time between two one, episodes. The Q&A, the first one we did, it is not out yet. Damn. I'm making that as a boat. Did you notice that the second one was out and not the first one? Oh shit, I didn't. I really didn't because you. Yeah. I think that night did I not change that night too? <laughs> you didn't. Yeah. Okay, I didn't. I didn't change. But shirts the first between. one, I had to skip because we were really tired. <laughs> <laughs> the energy was low, so I'm gonna use that as a bonus. Okay, okay, we're. I'm just waiting for the right week, but. Because shit an NFT. But I was like, let me go to the second one. The second one we were a little bit more like high end, but the first one we were like, I don't know what it was. Yeah, yeah. We were sleepy. <laughs> Might have been Indica, dog. Right. But me too. I think I had my like day a long goes day. as the weed goes. I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say my day goes as the weed goes. <laughs> I'd be grumpy when I ain't got my reefer, bro. I'd be grumpy as hell. <laughs> like. Anyways, next email. <laughs> Did I read the first one? Oh yeah, I read the first one. 
Was that the first one? Damn, that was forty. We only read one. It's forty minutes in. What? what that did, was it. Start. It sparked a good conversation. What Where did was we it? talk about? What made it pop off like that? Because what did was, we just talk about? We were talking about <laughs> uh, friends, friends oh, of the opposite sex. She, is where we started. On, she went on a. She went on a date. Mm-hmm. With the guy. We gave her her advice, so we, we did. didn't skip that. But then we projected our feelings and our experiences. And we, I think we might have rambled into a good conversation. We did. Yeah, so for everyone out there talking about how Steph cussed me <laughs> off, <laughs> we get it. Shut the fuck up. We do us, man. Shit, you ain't in here. You don't know how this go under these lights. It's hot, bitch. Shit, it's hot under these lights in here. You see all these got the, She got two lights on camera. It's hot. She got two lights y'all can't see. <laughs> we trying to think in here. Y'all talking about who getting cut off. Shut up. Shut up. You see the comments, especially when it's... I feel yeah, like it's- see that shit. Shut up. We know what we doing. Shit. This lady been doing this since what? 20 what? 16? Se- yeah, shut the... F- shut up. Now this woman, she's a fucking master at this. Don't you dare. How dare they? How dare they tell her about cutting me off? She can cut me off as much as she wants. She has my permission. It's her fucking show. You don't say shit to Oprah about cutting nobody off. Fuck. Wendy Williams cut everybody <laughs> off. Oh, because she doesn't? She's Because she's a professional? Because Oprah don't. <laughs> Oprah doesn't have ADHD? <laughs> Fuck her. She whack if she don't got the, the ad-had. She whack if she ain't got the ad-had. Ad-had gang over here. We distracted as fuck, boy. Let's go to the next email. I, I saw that shit and I said to Savannah, I was like, next time, I, next time I'm on Steph's show, I'm gonna say something about that shit. Cause yeah, she cut me off, but we do our thing. We know it's, what we're doing. We're ping ponging back and forth. Yeah, we know. Bing bong. We know what we're doing. <laughs> shit, that shit pissed me off. Like you can ask her. Yo, that shit pissed me. I was like, yeah, she cut me off, but we do our thing. Like we talk, we're having a we've conversation. Been this, we've been doing this for years. Yeah, we do this. I dare every single one of you guys who have a problem with me cutting people off. Lord. I dare you to Say record me. to record a conversation with one of your closest friends and listen to yourself for an hour. Record an hour. one hour of y'all talking and see how many times y'all cut off y'all friends. I said, I, I, I'm I'll, just you know what? I'll bring the challenge down. See if you motherfuckers are remotely interesting. <laughs> Fuck you. Fucking comment. Fuckers. <laughs> I don't even know what else to say, but shit. Next email. Yeah, next email. We're you here to it. help the people, not yell at you guys. I'm not yelling at anybody but the trolls. Fucking trolls. I saw that comment. Whoever you are, I saw your comment. I don't know your at, but I saw your comment. This one says cheating, excuses, addiction, lust, love, loss. This sounds like a good-ass print song. <laughs> Whoa. This shit is in. This I want to read this. Yeah. I, it's a long-ass email, but it's formatted. <laughs> it is formatted. This girl got tab. She hit tab a few times. <laughs> I like this. Let me, let me, I wish I had reading glasses to put on. All right, here we go. Cheating, excuses, addiction, lust, love, loss. That's how Prince would make it into a song. So, I met my boyfriend, Fred. Fred, through my ex-boyfriend, Dan. It's like too close. Like oh, too close? Thinking. Oh, shit, I'm too close? Oh, sorry, sorry. Like, don't sorry. put your, like, do like this. Like, like a fist away. Do like what? <laughs> I ain't doing that shit. Pause, yo. I ain't doing that shit. Like, just think of fist away. I got you. I got I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Okay. Boom. So I met my boyfriend, Fred, through my ex-boyfriend, Dan. 
So if Dan, it was toxic. He cheated, didn't have a lot going on, almost had his baby. Who Lord. Wait, she almost had she Dan's om- baby? She almost had Dan's baby. Whew. He A cheater who did not have a lot going on. Yeah. I almost had his baby but decided, nope, not going to be a single mom and have him stuck in my life. Our relationship was very sexual. He was, like, amazing at that part, I'm guessing. He made me feel comfortable, and it was a whole sensational connection. We have the humor. We have the same humor. Always fun. Now, after we broke up, Fred came along with all his goals and ambitions. And ambitions is spelled wrong, but that's just a typo. Now we've been together almost nine years. Ooh, goals and ambitions. So Dan was our roommate. What? At some point. Dan was the dude she dated and fucked? Dan was our roommate she, at some point. Did she fuck Dan? Yeah, she fucked Dan. He, he was like amazing at sex is what she said. But then eventually, but she, she was got in this with relationship Fred. with nine years. Oh, so. she met Fred through Dan though. That's the first line of the, of the, of the email. I'm confused. Start over. The first line of the email, <laughs> I met my boyfriend Fred, the steady guy through ex-boyfriend Dan, the sensational connection who had nothing going on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so Same. so there's a sensational connection with Dan that had nothing going on. But Fred is Fred like, had ambitions and goals okay. and she'd been with him for nine years. So Dan was our roommate at some point and kinda always in my life. I roll. Mm-hmm, girl. Even when Fred asked why I stayed with Dan so long, I finally said cause the sex was amazing. Mm. Still, here comes Dan. Here comes Dan invited over. Oh, okay. Can't escape my ex. Because she met Fred through Dan. Fred, I guess, still is like, well, fuck it. Y'all used to fuck, but it's over now. So come play fuck. 2K. Right. Yeah, come come over and play 2K, Dan. <laughs> but secretly, I'm thinking about our sex life together all the uh, time. Ooh, you scandalous. Going back to being friends. Okay. Fred, well, he lacked in that department big time. And you Aww. stayed nine years? Fred drank lots. Like, so did I, but Fred got disrespectful with loud music, even when I asked him not to. Would be out with his brother saying he's on his way back, takes five hours, whatever. He got sober for a year after his mom passed. Mm, sorry, sorry for it. Picked up Aww. a pill addiction that he hid that he hid from me, turned to harder drugs. Fuck. Weed ain't a gateway, it's the pills. Pills is the real gateway. I worked away for two weeks, so I guess it was easy to hide. Mm. But I felt lied to. Now I love him, and I understand his pain. Our sex life was zero. Them pills will affect your dick, fellas. He told me in a negative way. They got another pill for that. but <laughs> He told me about the addiction, finally, even though, even though like I knew something wasn't right, but he recovered. Now his brother passed. Sheesh. Aww. I almost died from COVID. Boom, another pill addiction. Fuck. Wait, she almost died from COVID? Apparently so. That COVID ain't. Hey, man, keep y'all mask on. I don't care. When this show air, keep your fucking mask on. Now his brother passed. I almost died from People COVID. People are so pissed at that. Sorry. I just Keep your mask on. Just keep yeah. your mask. Send it to SMS underscore Quay. Don't say nothing to Bro Girl Therapy about that opinion. Keep your fucking mask on. Now mask his on. brother passed. I almost died from COVID. Boom, another pill addiction. I drug tested him to help him because I love him. Well, recently he went away while I was at work and partied with my ex, Fred and Dan, partying. Fred is always, and I'm going to just read it exactly how she wrote it. Y'all figure it out. Fred is always and ass with booze 
and drugs in his system. Oh, so he just drinks and has a lot of drugs. Yeah, so Fred is always maybe off his ass with booze and drugs in his system. Maybe that's what she meant. Fred was like so mean to me, saying hang up and we are done over and over. I wanted to hang up, but he had my SUV. He was just mean. So I messaged Dan. I messaged Dan, my ex, to check in. Fred felt guilty the next day. He has no family. I'm all he got. I see potential in him, but it's been nine years. When it's good, it's good, but it's bad. But when it's bad, it's bad, and still no sex. You got to at least be eating that box if you ain't laying it down for it. Got to do something. So me and Dan have a messenger. Oof. Pause for dramatic effect. I don't want a relationship with Dan, but I want to take another ride there. <gasps> Ooh, not you trying to get an Uber to Pound Town. <laughs> She's trying to order some raw Uber meats. Trying to order some Uber meats. I want my own secrets like Fred. That's a vengeful spirit, but we'll get into it. I want my own, se- her own I want my own secrets like Fred. Fred. Okay. Not because you want your own secrets, because Fred got them. That's how you know it's toxic, and I'm sure you know that, yep. and I hate using that word all the time, but it's toxic. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I'm in such revenge mode. I want to see Dan, and if Fred finds out, I'm just assuming those three dots or one dot in the extra space or is a sigh. I want to see how much forgiveness he has. What? What? What'd you say? I gave him. Wait, what was the last line? Oh, I want to see if he has how much forgiveness I gave him. I feel more than oh. us. I so I she's, gave him. She's she's wow. It's she's, confusing. She's, but, Okay, I, I've, I've been here. I want my own secrets like Fred. I'm in such revenge mode. You're in revenge mode, and you're also testing to see, because you're willing to stay when he pushes the limit, you're testing to see if he's doing the same thing. And that's not healthy. No, it's but not. continue. No, it's not. What are you doing? I tried to go to the, uh, I'm back. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a producer, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um... All I did was switch to the emails and then switch to GarageBand and I got back to the emails. So yeah. I'm a producer now and yeah. I want my cred. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want my own secrets like Fred. I'm in such revenge mode. I want to see Dan. And if Fred finds out, I want to see how much forgiveness he has. I gave him, I feel, more than enough chances. I'm tired wow. of fighting for our love. I want Fred for life and Dan for sex. Oh, shit. But right now, I'm not scared to lose ah, Fred. This is messy. It's messy as fuck. No. Right now, I'm not scared to lose Fred, but nine years is a long time to toss. We're going to talk about that. Now, Dan has been fluffing me up. I'm eating healthier, staying away from the snacks for the possibility Dan might see my body naked again. And I tell you, I gained a lot of weight. Depression weight. But Dan just makes me feel incredible. Is this breakup prep? <laughs> oh, shit. Is this breakup prep? Fred always says he's trying to push me away so I would leave, but I love him unconditionally. Fred leave, actually leave said that. Fred. Fred actually said that. If he said that, then leave. Leave. I don't Fred. even know anymore. I'm so upset with him from his last stunt. Writing this, I know it's also toxic. She's aware. She knows. She has to. But know. I She's want Dan, this. but only sexually. But I can't stop talking to him. It's so exciting. Of course. I feel like how I felt before not, you're not Fred. You're supposed to be doing it. I feel like how I felt before Fred. 
like a boss bitch. I feel like I'm at a crossroads. I feel like our relationship is a make or break it. Time for Fred to fight for me, I guess. Since he no. says since he says he's so lucky to have me. And what am I? I want to feel lucky too. But he's still in so much pain from his mom passing like five or so years ago. His brother this last year, his only close family. But talking to Dan, I feel break alive. Up. Talking to Dan, I feel alive again. I'm really liking this attention. She needs to break up with him. I'm going to read fast to get through it. I told Fred our sex life sucks and told him the things I miss he's never done and it needs to change. He agreed, but there's no connection. He said I need to get him going, but I need a man to take charge and dominate, I guess, because Dan, oh my God, it's so easy with him. It's open and comfortable. He kisses my whole body right to my toes. Nasty nigga. <laughs> I, but he was toxic too. I don't know. I'm just going with it right now. But I booked a room. Da-da-da-da-da. He makes the kitty purr. And we are only that? messaging right now. And I am making... And I'm making too many excuses for Fred. I want to live for me again. Tired of the heartache he causes, the crying, the worrying. If I hook up with Dan, maybe I can be happy. No. Or maybe I can be happy with Fred. Give him another chance. Da, 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 question mark. I want Dan so much. I'm loving how I'm feeling. My heads are in the cloud right now. What a fucking, that was like the fucking ending of the Sopranos. What the fuck was that ending, dog? After all that story? Anyway, no judgment. Anyway, um, I, again, she's in Canada, by the way. <laughs> oh, actually, we don't we don't actually give advice for love triangles in Canada. Sorry, we cannot service can Canadian no, Canadian listeners. We are here for you, no matter what. Import tax. <laughs> no. Um. Okay. This is this is a lot here. This is again. The, the opinions that we give right now are going to be based off of the shit that we've gone through. Only just like the information every, available. Everything, every advice that we give, we're not professionals. We're just basing it off of shit that we've been through because we've been through a lot. And so I've been through this in and maybe not in an exact same context, but in a sense of like, you're with this person, but you want this person. And you're thinking about this person. And you're all, you know, you know what it is that you need, though? You need to be alone. And like, I'm all for like trying to work things out when it's worth it. But what it seems like, it's like one, your man, Fred, is going through a lot and is clearly treating you like shit. And then you having this sexual desire for Dan, but it's not even just Dan. You're just having a sexual desire in general. But Dan is available because that is the last dick you probably know. How you end up nine years with sex you ain't like. That's what I'm saying. You Nine years a long time, bro. You're going to do whatever you want to do. And I'm not here to control you or tell you to do what you do. This is how I would handle it. I would be single. Because all of this, Fred needs to like, it's it sucks because Fred's been going through a lot. And you could still be a, maybe be a friend. I know that's. It's a complicated thing. But, like, if you could are strong enough to just be platonic and not have sex and just be there, then be a friend. If you can't, then maybe cut it off. I don't think not having sex is the issue with Fred. That's true. Never mind. You cannot have sex. You're not even having sex with Fred. But, like, I guess, like, as far as, like, romantic feelings because she cares about it. And just looking out for this person. Because I'm assuming this person is at most... Close to 30, maybe a little over 30. You no, know, honestly, Fred needs to, it looks like Fred needs to resolve something within himself that you are not able to, to be there for. Because, 
clearly Fred's struggling with an addiction and a lot of loss. As a partner, if I was Fred, I would want someone that was there completely, regardless of the sex. Like I would want there to like, I want someone there to kind of help me through this process. And I understand that's not a lot of people because a lot of people don't, shouldn't be there. But if someone is going to be willing to be there, they got to be loyal, they got to be patient, and they got to be understanding. Clearly, and it's it's okay, it doesn't make you a bad person. Clearly, you're not able to do that because you're so caught up in this fantasy, in this lust of someone like Dan that you don't actually really care about. And you, you already know Dan is toxic business. You already know that, right. you know, at you said the, that. At the end of the day, I just think, like, I, I know you don't want to be an asshole because he's going through a lot and you, you care and you want to be there, but you don't really seem like you're serving the the most healthy thing for this person. Because I'm sure Fred is feeling some sort of unstableness in their relationship, and I'm sure maybe that's, you know, like it, it doesn't help. You know, and like, not saying you're the cause of it because obviously that's all on him, but like, it's just, I don't know. I just feel like it, it, it just, you need to be separated for now. It looks like you two need to have like your own path. Like, he needs some sort of healing in his own way. And you obviously have a lot of things that you want to explore without feeling guilty. And like, you're staying around because you feel guilty. But like, be selfish for a moment, but also be selfless and let him live on his own and deal with it. Like I just, I think, it, like if if it was me, I would take it as a, it says it's it's time to go. It does feel that way, man. I don't know. I could it be wrong. It's just it's me. Because um, I'll speak for yourself first. For yourself, nine years is a long time to not be satisfied, dog. Yeah, that's, girl. That's a mathematical impossibility for the for the boy. And you've expressed to him that. And she said it. She said that. She that's said, no "I'm she said not." That. She she and that's the thing. We would have given advice to communicate, and she did that. Clearly, he's not able to provide that. Yeah. And that's sad because I know she loves him and she wants him to do that. Yeah. She would have chosen. That's what it, the case would have been, but that's not the case. So on the the. On the side of yourself as it concerns the relationship, that fucking sucks. And no one deserves to not be satisfied. Um, you got to find just, your satisfaction you're somehow. You're not happy. Um, and on his side, I know you're thinking, but what will he do without me? He lost all his other close relatives. I always think about it like this. It's like Junie. <laughs> My cat? The cat, right? We were just talking today about how fucking spoiled that cat is. We were, just, we were just thinking today, like, she sits in the window and looks and probably is like, what the fuck is all that green shit in the air? She doesn't <laughs> understand trees. She doesn't, she doesn't understand trees. But please believe if Steph ass would have died in this apartment, she'd have been eating that face three days later. What? She'd have been eating your face three days later. She'd have escaped out there and figured out what the fuck trees are. You get where I'm headed with this? No. <laughs> Nobody on this earth 
no animal, no being, no spirit on this earth actually needs anything or anybody else. We fooled ourselves into thinking we need people. He will be just fine with you as a friend. Be there to look out you, for him. There. Be there in his times of trouble. You don't have to necessarily hold his head while he's crying, but there is some part of life that comes where people got to struggle. And this is coming from someone who lost a parent. So I'm not speaking from fucking... I bounce back from the shit. So you got to understand that everything on this earth is designed to exist on its own. No tree needs another tree. No human needs another human. You can make it through this life alone, even after nine years of being attached to someone. Y'all will both be okay, dog. Y'all will both be okay. So, I, Because I know being with someone that long, you know him is like, man, he will fucking break down and have a... This, that, and the third, if I'm not around, I'm his only close family. I'm telling you, he'll figure it out. And he'll yeah. figure it out with your help. Because you don't have to disappear. You don't have to, not being with him romantically doesn't mean. Well, sometimes. Doesn't mean you're disappearing. Doesn't mean you're just turning into dust in his life. You can still be there to support. But just let him know, you know. It depends. I feel like It does depend. It, it does depend. It's a tricky situation because I feel depend. like. And you know better than we will. But. Because if you're capable of doing that. That's fine, but sometimes it, it it prolongs the situation. Yeah, sometimes it can't do that. So you choose that. But um, like I said, we oftentimes stay in, in relationships like that where we think the person will just cease to exist without us or they don't have anyone else close to them. Humans are fucking resilient as fuck, man. Yeah. He will figure it out. He will figure it out or he won't. Hope he does. But... But it's like it's it's is he going to stop anything in the world for you to feel more yeah. whole or to you for you to feel happiness or for you to find yourself? Is he going to stop the world for that to happen? Nope. So, you know, you got to you got to figure it out for yourself and he going to have to figure it out for himself. Steph was right. Y'all going to need time apart, man. Nine years. Shit. Yeah. And I like I get it. You, you're stuck in a routine of things. Yep. And. He's all you know, especially for nine years. So it's it's hard to break from something that, like, you're familiar with. We've all been there in one aspect or another. And um, it does take a lot. Don't get me wrong. It takes a lot to make that decision to separate and to choose you first. Um, like, for instance, okay, personal story. I've always kind of like held for the longest time, I kind of held a grudge against my mother for mm. like breaking up the family and divorcing my dad. And it wasn't until therapy where my therapist kind of realized, you know, kind of shift things in perspective. And she's like, look, it sucks. And I understand. She's like, but at least your mom chose you or chose herself mm-hmm. for years. She's been a mother doing what she's, you know, like having to probably provide and be a mom mm-hmm. and all this stuff. But she Take her home. chose herself. And yeah. choosing yourself, you're going to hurt people. Yeah. And, like, that's kind of, in this person's case, like you've been with this person for nine years, you're already drifting off to some other dick that you ha- once had, you know. And it's just, now you need to choose you. And it's going to hurt people. Um, and it's not because you're a bad person. It's just the time is 
done. Like it, it's done. And hey, like, shout out to your therapist, Steph. And for Steph being one of those people that says my therapist said, so I don't have to pay for it myself. <laughs> yeah. Like that kind of, that put it in perspective. It's like, you know what? Like your mom, like my mom is human. And clearly my mom was unhappy for years and stuck mm. things out for the sake of her kids and for the sake mm. for the, of the family. Like a lot but of moms what, and dads A do. lot of parents do. And one day was like, I'm going to choose me. And with that, that takes sacrifice. That's going to hurt people. Yeah. And again, we can't control other people. We can only control ourselves. And we all, unfortunately, place trauma on other people to a certain extent. And I can't control my mom's decision on deciding to divorce my dad. Mm-hmm. But I can only control how I react and how I heal from that. So it's his, your man, Fred's responsibility to choose how he reacts and how he heals from that. And that is not your responsibility because you've done what you've done for nine years. and You've been there, but clearly you're not happy. Yeah, very clearly. That's so the clearest you. part of the story. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to just tell you this much too. If you fast or rewind, fast forward, how you fast forward to last year. But if you rewind to, what was it, last year or 2020 when I was like, I'm not looking. I don't think she even exists. Maybe I'll be alone right. forever. And then like, the, I'll adopt perfect, a kid or something. the perfect <laughs> fucking woman was under my nose the whole time. Aww. That's how it goes. Some dude out there fucking better than Dan and treating you better and has a more balanced, psychic level of activity right now. Then Fred, somebody out there doing both shorty. So shorty, <laughs> somebody out there got them both. It don't, it never feels like it. You know what? My girlfriend said something really powerful to me. I guess she saw it on her Tiki Tok. She is a Tiki Tok fan. <laughs> Did she follow me? She, of course, of course. It's yeah. her even if she wasn't, it. even if she wasn't, it's I not because make, of me. She, it's because her even man's if she on wasn't, the show. I would tell her like, you know, you need to, you know, support the homies. I'm just anyway. Kidding. Shout um, out to her. I love her. It's- but <laughs> I actually said her name at some point. You have to dig through these. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'll bleep I'll bleep it out later. Thanks. Love you. <laughs> Love you. And Jess actually said her name. On the, I was like, we're going to bleep that out. <laughs> you know, hey, I got to keep something to myself. Right. Anyway, go on my page. You can find her. Um, <laughs> but no, she has said to me, uh, when we're manifesting, baby, we need to stop saying uh, just what we want or uh how we can get it or asking how we can get it, but we need to manifest. God, show me how this situation gets better. Just show me, yeah. show me how the situation gets better. If you ask for the question that needs to be asked, you kind of get versus in front being of like, why isn't trouble. it like the way that I want it? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You come off as an entitled toddler. When you ask for why, isn't it the way I think it should be? That's fucking entitled toddler shit. Well, reality, like the reality God, is, you life, just, universe is gonna give you what you want, but it's gonna look at a certain way that you have. It's never gonna look how you think. Right. It's never gonna look how you imagine. Almost never, unless you wrote a fucking play and they're now producing that play. <laughs> so it's almost never good. That's why they say writers got a control issue. But anyway, Rose, they say yeah, comment they say on writers, that. They, they say right. That's a psycho. That's like a psychosis into yeah, writers thing. They say I they got a control that. issue, but um. Yeah. But seriously, you have to you have to understand that it's going to be a long hard it's going to be a much longer, much harder life 
if you're trying to figure out why I can't get what I want as opposed to what can I do to affect the things I want coming to me. Right. And it sounds like in this situation, you want better dick. You want to be loved better. You're going to have to take a step away from the place that you get in the toxic dick and the place that you're getting the love, but not the great dick. I'm telling you the combo exists. Everything that you want in life, you're going to have to make sacrifices. It's going to be, yeah, you're going to sacrifice something. And right now it feels like you're sacrificing both Fred and Dan, but I'm telling you, there's some guy out there named Danfred that's (laughs) got a dick this long. (laughs) My fucking dick like my arm. He about to fuck, that shit gonna pop out your mouth when and he's he gonna it. treat you right. And he gonna treat you right and open your doors and stuff and buy flowers for no reason, girl. So Aww, that's sweet to buy flowers for no reason. Yeah. Brian does. <laughs> he has any flowers I do that. though. I was say I do Whatever that shit. Yeah. yeah, man, flowers matter. Even if they don't matter, they matter. I have. I be having allergies. Oh yeah. Yep, the last flower I bought was a couple weeks ago. It was called a stargazer. It would have fucking killed you in your allergies. That shit was really yeah, strong. I was going to say that pollen, though. Like, it was like the smell. Stargazers, y'all. Get your girl some stargazers. Them shit smells so good. Or like some faux plants. Oh, if she can handle the smells. Yeah, if yeah. She, sorry, sorry. She got that's actually where I was taking. That's what actually where I was taking it by mentioning it was the fucking stargazer would have killed you. still a whole bottle to drink. I got to pee before I drink anything else. Should we do a third episode? No, it's too late. It is 11.20 <laughs> Pacific time, guys. I just We have a whole bottle, so I just feel like we're already over time. Oh, yeah, we are. This is a long episode. Shit. Um, I mean, I'm but, down to finish that bottle. Maybe not on camera. Okay. We'll just chill and drink. I'm with that. Maybe get silver like ramen. Ramen. Are you down? I might be down for fucking ramen, dog. Let's do it. I'm going to be down for ramen. Okay. Well, any last words? Um, choose yourself sometimes, yo. Yeah. Especially for my the strong family member out there, the person, if you're out there working hard to break generational curses and saying, fuck that, I want to work for myself and own my business and own my home. And if you want to, if you're that kid in your family, dog, just know it was meant for you a millennia before you were ever conceived. Don't doubt that shit. Yeah. If you're the generational curse breaker, don't doubt that shit for one second. Live and breathe and work as if everything you do is going to be a success. And also, if you are the generational curse breaker, just know that that takes a lot of work. Like a motherfucker. That take, like it's you, gonna be ups, it's gonna be downs. You're you're literally not just carrying yourself, but you're carrying generations of trauma. Mm-hmm. So that takes work and that takes sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And no one's gonna say thank you. <laughs> no one. No one's gonna thank you. No one in the family's gonna not give even a fuck. your future kids. Yeah, no like, one in the family's gonna give a fuck that you but took the brunt on to do that. But it's not about the thank yous. It's about making changes. And I don't know how we got the generational trauma, but no, because I was just saying, choose yourself. You <laughs> oh know? yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, Usually if you're the generational trauma breaker, you're choosing, it's because yeah. you're choosing yourself first, you know? So it, it ties in, it ties in, not just because I'm rationalizing, which is not a bad word. I don't know why we make rationalize a bad word anyway, but being rational is bad. I don't know. Anyway, it's not. Um, I don't think being rational. I don't look at being rational as well. Why do we say rationalizing is like a negative connotation? Why do we do that? What people do you talk to? People are like, oh, you're just, you're just rationalizing. Um, 
like I'm making a rational situation out of something irrational. Maybe I'm making it rational because there's a fucking rational I'm logic attached. Because like, rational is the opposite of irrational. Like if you're being irrational, obviously that's negative. But if you're being rational and you're thinking clearly, that's not a negative thing. But when people say rationalize, they always say it with like a condescending negative connotation. Because people, and I've all I never understood that. Because people have their own trauma. Again, again, yeah. <laughs> but for shorty know. girl in that second email, man, yeah. Choose yourself. You got. You gonna have to choose yourself, shorty. So. Yeah, and I also think, just to clarify, is that you, you're gonna do what you gonna do. We're here to kind of like put things in perspective, and it's obviously it's perspective because we don't know you, we don't know this person, we only know what's in us. the email. Yeah, and we're giving our opinions based off of that and based off of our experiences. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not it, it's your job to kind of like. Take what sticks with you, even if this is not your message. If you're just a random person tuning in right now, take what sticks with you and hopefully you learn something and hopefully you just don't. I don't know. But that's it. But it is your job to play Best Fiends, bitch. (laughs) Play that Best Fiends, bitch. I can't (laughs) breathe. Um, You got time. You sitting at a red light right now listening to this podcast. Open yeah, up your play, phone. Play Best Feeds as you're listening to the show. Honestly. I play Best Feeds as I'm listening to podcasts. Play Best Feeds as you're listening to the show. I play Best yeah. Feeds on the plane. Best place. Because you don't need the Wi-Fi. Best place for Best Feeds. And that's they're not even sponsoring this episode. So We're gonna have to like get like a proactive check from them. Right. You're going to have to get that shit prorated. Reach back Actually, into I haven't episode. done an ad for them for a while. Do they still sponsor? Rob, are they still a sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, figure it out, Rob. Love you, dude. Rob. Love you. Thank you. Are they? Anyways. Um, Probably not. That, was just always, that one was just always so fucking cute and like off-brand. Your honestly. girlfriend one time, I was FaceTiming her, and she was just like, what the fuck is Best Fiend? <laughs> she thought I was playing with dolls. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I was like, it's a, it's a game on your phone. Um, they paying the bills, girl. Sure. Right. They need to pay me extra for this. Yeah, I'm telling you, get them to prorate this fucking episode. Reach out to them and be like, hey, y'all just, y'all just happen to come up a few times. Can I get a few they, commas? A lot. This is not just a mid-roll ad. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a Best Fiends brought to you by Best Fiends. This episode. is literally like. It's like the T-Mobile home run derby and this shit. This is the most organic ad you can ever get. Yeah, genuine best fiends. This will in, sell. You know, this is it. Best this fiends, is, friends without the R. Best fiends. It's like HBO right now <laughs> doing HBO commercials in between HBO shows. Yes. This is the best marketing. What else do you want? Right. Synergy, synergy, it's, bitch. It's the audience. Yeah. Okay. So, there you plug go. Yourself before y'all see the chest. Y'all see the chest, man. Sunday morning. Not sounds. everyone, because some people are just listening to the audio. Find that music at Sunday morning sounds. Uh, live streams coming, man. I was just talking to Steph today. Yeah, so we're changing up the whole. If you're wondering where the fuck Sunday morning sounds has been, we are changing up the whole DNA of the show. Yeah. Like, By the time this comes out, there will at least be one or two episodes out. I'm gonna do a bunch of live conversations. I'm gonna be bringing on artists that I listen to. I'm gonna Maybe be. We'll just go on live. All that shit. I am going to be live. All that shit, man. 
so that's why Sunday Morning Sounds has not been around because we're changing the core DNA of Play. the show. Wait, you don't so. need to explain yourself. Check it out. No, no, no. They're going to get this explanation. <laughs> First video back is going to be just me talking about where the fuck I've dicks. been and what I've been doing. Not about dicks because, <laughs> yeah, dicks are a part of hip hop, but... <laughs> Not the part where we don't listen to the dicks. Okay? It's not bronco therapy. Yeah, this ain't bronco therapy. The word come will never be said on Sunday Morning Sounds. I can promise you that. Maybe he like, oh, he came. Nope. <laughs> nope. Did nobody arrive any fucking where on Sunday Morning Sounds? <laughs> Nobody's arriving. We're all here when the video started. So why would we be arriving? But no. Anyway, uh, if you want to follow uh, me personally, I don't post a lot. You don't. Why don't you post? I don't post a lot of my personal. Only on Brooklyn Therapy. Bitches love mystery. I'm playing. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. They y'all. do. I'm just kidding, y'all. But they, they do. do. They actually do, though. Mystery and flowers I, are the I re- two things women love. I really anyway. be thinking a lot. If the guy don't post, I'm like, what you doing with your time? Uh, I be reading. I'm a fucking nerd. I told y'all. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, SMS underscore Quay, um. Sunday morning sounds and SMS Quay is my screen name on a lot of different shit. Just search that somewhere. Just Google it'll it. It'll pop up. I'm telling you, it'll pop up. Yeah. That was a long plug. <laughs> Cause people been actually asking, like, yo, what the fuck going on with the show? And I'm like, besides life shit that I won't get into. It's a divine timing. Literally, core the core DNA of the show has been changed. So if anyone wondering where the fuck Sunday morning sounds at, rebranding. Literally, from the core. Yes. And then follow me, <laughs> Stephanie Megan, or go to brokeoutherapy.com. All that shit is there. That's literally, easier. Literally everything that you need is there. And you can send more stories. Again, if you make it to the end of this episode, that means you care. So I want to read your stories. So please send them to me and we'll read them. We still got some more to read. So we, we need to do more episodes. Plenty in the chamber for show. For show. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. I got to pee. Same. You want to go first? Yeah. Broke girl therapy. 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 Hello, dear stranger. I'd like to introduce you to something new, or perhaps something very, very old. The heresies of Radolf Burntwine is a horror fantasy medical mystery following the titular monk turned traveling medical investigator. Follow Radolf as he navigates a nightmare world in which viruses are gods and the human race are not their favored children. Steeped in history and an aesthetic that can only be described as a combination of occult academia and laboratory Judaica, the heresies of Radolf Burntwine have been described as Umberto Eco meets H.P. Lovecraft. For more information, check out the Patreon at thorb.info. But take care, dear stranger, for some truths are best left unknown.